Good morning. I'm just going to pray one more time. Um, Lord, I thank you that um, we get to come here together um, and that we get to praise your name. And um, I just pray that I'm able to say the words that you want me to say this morning um, and that um, your spirit would just flow through the room um, throughout the whole morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so this morning, I'm going to talk about trials, um, which is kind of fun because last week, my mom and Annie were both talking about, like, their different trials that they were going through, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so last week, Annie said, um, trials are necessary, and, um, I have been really feeling that as well, um, so that was, that was really cool, uh, <laughs> Okay, um, this is James 1, 2 through 3. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Um, we go through trials throughout our lives, and we need these trials. When we go through trials, we are being refined, as if we were gold being put into the fire to be refined. The testing that comes from trials produces gold, which is deeper intimacy with him and um, his good fruits being produced in us. Um, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. <clears throat> if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. <coughs> and that was Galatians. Um <laughs> Um, these are the fruits that we are able to grow in if we walk through the trials with Yeshua. Um, trials teach us many things to help us grow, such as love, finding rest in him, patience, and so much more. Um, they'll put, the trials will push us out of our comfort zones, um, and they get us to rely on Yeshua alone with nothing else. Um, and it's scary, but the results are way better than we could have ever imagined, um, it's a deeper in intimacy with our beloved one. Um, and it's what he's drawing us out to do. Um, and you can even see um, this process in the Song of Solomon. So I, one of my classes that I was doing while I was at IHOPU this last semester was Song of Solomon. So I'm like, I got all the knowledge in my brain about it. <laughs> um, but it's the young Shulamite, Shulamite woman um, and she's asking her beloved to draw her away. So he goes into the wilderness um, and he hides um, his face from her. Um, and she's hesitant to drop the comforts of her life to fully submit to him. Um, but she becomes so lovesick from the absence of him um, that she ends up giving herself to him, trusting in his leadership and trusting um, that, he is, that she is safe in, her, in his arms. <laughs> Um, she says, awake, O north wind, which is the wind of testing, and comes, O south wind, which is the wind of refreshing. Um, blow upon my garden, that my spices may flow out, and let my beloved come to his garden and eat, his pleasant eat its pleasant fruits. <laughs> um, after fully submitting to his leadership, she is more in love with her beloved, 
um, than ever. And she wants to share how sweet his goodness is. And we can, um, this is what we will find if we put our faith in Yeshua and trust in his leadership. Um, the part of trials that I wanted to talk about today is distraction, because with trials comes distraction. Um, distraction is a loud thing. Um, distraction can usually tend to be lies, and lies are very loud. Um, but the truth is simple, and it's quiet, so it can be hard to find sometimes. But if you like dive deep and search for it, um, and ask him to reveal the truth to you, um, he'll bring you to the secret place and he'll show you. He's, he's a good guy like that. <laughs> um, he says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Um, for everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And him who knocks, it will be opened. Um, distraction can look like many different things and many different trials. Um, most of the time, we can tend to think um, of it as like numbing ourselves from the situation, whether it's watch, like binging a show or shopping or partying so you don't have to deal with what's going on around you or with it, what's within you. Um, distraction can also look like loud voices all around you, um, steering you off of the path of the truth. Um, and it can also look like hopelessness and hunger, and not hunger, and anger, <laughs> Um, all of these things are just their veils covering your eyes from his words of truth. Um, in James, he talks about the qualities we need to have in trials if we are to walk with Yeshua through them. Um, he says, so then, my brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for, wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Um... For my Song of Solomon class, we were reading the book The Way of the Heart by Henry Nowen, I think is how you say his last name. Um, and The Way of the Heart talks about the spirituality of the desert fathers and mothers. Um, and it's kind of split into three different categories. Um, it talks about solitude, um, silence, and prayer. Um, this was one of my favorite books that we read this last semester. Um, but I want to focus on the silence part. Um, I think it goes well with this passage. Um, he says, silence prevents us from being suffocated by our wordy world and teaches us to speak the word of God. Um, and just taking time to stop, listen, and think about what we say is so valuable. Um, in Psalm, David said, um, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Um, our words have the power to make others feel joy, anger, sadness, and so much more, all the emotions. Um, it is one of our most powerful weapons. It is so important to be cautious with what we say so that we might be a light instead of a distraction. Um, in, Ecclesiastes it said, in Ecclesiastes, it says, um, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones 
and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to game and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear, tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Um, there is a time to speak and a time to keep silent. Um, it is not a time for you to speak if all you have to say is something un, um, in ungodly wrath and anger um, with your heart being full of hatred. Only when there's something godly and true to say is the time to speak. If you speak when it is not time for you to speak, then only it can only bring pain and sorrow. Um, distraction is a very dangerous thing. Um, time and time again, throughout scripture, we read about people um, going through um going through trials and the results of when they learned to lean on Pan Yeshua, who is good and true, instead of um, leaning into the broken and fallen world. Um, a couple examples of man trusting in God, in God through trials are King David um, and then Silas and Paul. Um, there's a whole lot more, but these are the two that I picked for today. Um, and these examples both come from the Old Testament and New um, the first one is David, and he's being hunted by Saul, and um, who wanted to kill him. And in this moment, I'm sure David was going through so many emotions, <laughs> um, probably fear and despair and so much more. Um, but instead of letting these overcome him and cover his eyes, he chose to trust in the Lord. Um, he leaned into the Father's arms, putting his um, faith into him. Um, and instead of falling into the pits of despair, he chose to glorify God and lean into him, which resulted in safety and a deeper intimacy with him. Um, he says in Psalm 31, 9 through 16, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief, and my years was sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. I am a reproach among my enemies, but especially among my neighbors. And I am repulsive to my acquaintances. Those who see me outside flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead man, out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I hear the slander of many, fears on every side, while they take counsel together against me and scheme to take my life away. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make, me, make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Um, and then Paul and Silas were brought to jail after Paul had casted a demon out of a girl um, which made her masters very angry. <laughs> um, and so they had them taken away to jail. They were beaten and thrown into a cell, covered by the stripes from being beaten. Um, and instead of letting anger and despair come over them, they chose to lean into Yeshua. They sang hymns and they glorified him, which is a, I feel like it would be very hard to do. <laughs> um, and as a result, um, of their faith, the doors opened, the chains loosened, the stripes from being beaten vanished, and they were freed, and bringing those around them to Christ in the process. 
and I, this must have been a glorious night. Um, 2 Samuel 22:31 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven, and he is a shield to all who trust in him. He never left or forsake them. He showed time and time again that he is good and his mercy endures forever. So why should we doubt him? Will he not do the same for us as he did for all of those who came before us? Um, He is applying pressure so that we might lean into his loving arms. There have been many trials throughout my life, some small and some big. um, And I'm going to talk about two of them today. Um, One trial that I went through is when I got my Lyme's disease. Um, Lyme's is a tick-borne disease that sits in your joints and any kind of and like calcium rich areas because that's like that's what they like to eat on um so it causes a lot of pain in your joints brings fatigue um it can cause brain fog and a lot more and it's not very fun (laughs) um and I just I remember being so discouraged when I got my limes um I had been applying to IHOPU um to go to the school of worship um and I really did everything in my power to um, I try to be okay. I tried to push through the pain. I was like, I'm okay. I can still go. Um, and it just, it got to the point where like, it was hard to even play the piano. So, um, like I wouldn't have been able to go to the school and play piano. <laughs> um, and we finally made the decision not to go. Cause I just, I wouldn't have been able to keep up with the load of playing, that I would be doing, and it was also really far from my family, um, so if I needed them, I, like, I couldn't get to them, they couldn't get to me quickly, I would have been nine hours away instead of just a second away, and that just wasn't really realistic for me at the time. Um, having done some research on limes, I found out I probably would, I would probably have it for the rest of my life. Um, most treatments were just a temporary fix, and after a little while, I would be feeling these same awful symptoms, and it would just be a cycle of going back and forth. Um, and so the distraction that I dealt with most in this trial was hopelessness, which at this point I was definitely feeling. <laughs> um, I was choosing to be lost in this world of fear and despair instead of coming into the Father's arms and trusting in him. Um, At some point within this journey, I began leaning into the Father, um, being exhausted from despair, um, and he started to fill me with hope. Um, One of the moms from Daniel's Classical Conversations campus told my mom about a treatment that I think it was her friend or a friend of a friend was uh, doing um, that had been really working for her to treat her limes. and I, like, we kind of went back and forth on it for a little bit. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, what are all the options? Um, and um, we ultimately decided to take the leap and try it out. And thankfully, it worked, and I feel so much better. Um, the recovery was hard, but I found rest in the Father. He was so kind to me. Um, I did not feel as awful as some people do. And he's just been holding my hand through that whole process. I'm very thankful. Um, and as I look back at it now, I, um, I can see why he had me wait to go to IHOPU. Um, he wanted me to, re- to mature more, um, and I wasn't coming to that realization that I needed to mature more because I was immature. <laughs> um, and um, so he helped me in that area. <laughs> um, 
And it was really kind of him. I'm really thankful for um, all of his timing that he has for me, and he's placing me exactly where he wants me to be when he wants me to be. Um, and through this trial, it taught me how to grow in patience, peace, trust, and I got a lot closer to him. Um, I went into the fire and came out more refined than when I had entered. Um, the winds of testing came and blew on me so that my roots could grow deeper, and I really needed that foundation. Um, the second trial I want to talk about is uh, happening in my life right now. <laughs> um, just everything going on at IHOP and with Mike and with all the leadership. Um, and this trial has been a roller coaster of emotions throughout the whole congregation and even just around the world um, from things I'm seeing online or I'm hearing and everything. Um, and confusion and anger have filled a lot of hearts in the community and uncertainty is very loud right now. Um, uncertainty is really uncomfortable. And it's, it's just, it's, it's stirring a lot of people. Um, and it's really hard to go through. Um, with so much going on, it can get really overwhelming. Um, so I've been running to the person who can calm the raging storm around me, Yeshua. Um, he has been so kind to me through this season. Um, I have felt so much peace and hope um, in my heart, even though everything has been flipped upside down. Um, I have Leaders have stepped down. More things have been found out about the situation. People from all over are running online to rage about what's happening and, and all the little faults and every little thing, trying to find some more things to be angry about. Um, and I have heard so many voices around me, and it is not very fun. <laughs> um, like, I've had my classes have been very disruptive. Um, I, like, we ended up missing a lot of classes because of what's going on. Um, a lot, I would say a lot of leaders from the school especially are stepping down. And so, like, it's, it's been weird, I would say. Um, but he's been giving me a lot of peace through it, which is... So kind of him. Um, and with all that's going on, I realized I cannot do it alone, and I can't settle for anyone else's truth but Yeshua's. Nothing else will satisfy me like his truth will. Um, and he's been showing me that he is judging and sifting the prayer movement, and that I'm there to be a witness of what he's doing in that area. Um, and this is something that's so dear to his heart, the prayer movement. Um, and he is beginning to find those who will be a pure and spotless bride in it. Um, he is searching for those who are faithful and lovesick for him throughout the midst of chaos. Um, and he wants to draw us deeper into him, and he wants to mature us in his leadership. And in order for us to mature, we must go through the storms leaning on our beloved. Otherwise, we won't get through it, and we won't mature. Um. We will need to die to our flesh to fully submit to him. Um, he is sifting the church so that we will become a pure and spotless bride. And he is shaking us. He's exposing all of the darkness. Um, there's no room for that darkness in his bride. Um, for he, she will be pure and spotless. Will we fall to worldly things or will we hold on to our good and true bridegroom? Um, in Amos 9, 9, it says, For surely I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among nations, as grain is sifted in a sieve, yet not the smallest grain shall fall to the ground. Um, I'm 
finishing up if you want to come up, Tatum. Um, and on Friday night during Night Watch, Stephanie and Alia were singing, You're Lifting My Load, You're Lifting My Load Again. Um, and this is just a really sweet thing to remind ourselves with. Um, he says in Matthew, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And he really is something like someone we can lean into. He's the best person we can lean into, really. Um, when you're just when you're confused and you're angry and you're like, I might lose my mind right now. <laughs> um, like he's just he'll bring you peace. Um, he's he's really good like that. Um, so I'm just gonna pray. Um, Lord, I just I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your guidance. Um, I thank you for your banner of love over us. Um, and that you are just, you're a good leader to us. Um, you'll never, um, you'll never forsake us. Um, you are the perfect prince of peace and you are the one we can run to when we're scared or angry or, um, frustrated or even joyful and when we're sad and um you are always there to like um to hold us in your arms um because we are really just we're children and we're immature and we need our father um and I thank you for that um and I pray that when voices around us are getting loud and when we are starting to be distracted and seared off of your narrow path, that you would just find our hand and lead us back um, onto that path. Um, <laughs> like a gentle shepherd being like, no, come on, it's over here. Because um, you're a good shepherd to us. Um, yeah, let us find peace in the middle of that storm. In Jesus' name, amen.